Welcome, my friends, to the Hump Day, Wednesday edition of the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast with me, Doug Hagan. And yes, if you're left, you just ain't right. That is the name of the podcast, as it should be, from the dailygator.net, the world's most dangerous and offensive political blog. Send your leftist friends there. I like to trigger liberals. It's fun and so easy. Now, this is Wednesday. Actually, it's Tuesday afternoon. I'm recording this. But on Monday evening, there was a shooting at and around uh, Michigan State University. And this morning, all we're hearing about from the three were three students were killed. I don't know if they're students, but three people were killed, five wounded. One individual did it. He's uh, um, he's stopped because he thankfully killed himself. Too bad he didn't kill himself before he killed innocent people. But anyway. All you're hearing about is gun control, gun control, gun control, gun control. Well, one thing I always like to point out is that so many times people commit violent crimes, they never serve time. They're never charged. The charges are dropped. The charges are lessened. They get some break or this break or that break or this day doesn't want to prosecute them. This judge lets them off easy. Something happens and they never really pay a price for committing violent crime, committing uh the crime of, of being in illegal possession of a firearm, for instance. Well, the Michigan State gunman, well, he had a charge uh, for a 2019 gun arrest just three years, well, three and a half years ago, I guess. And that charge got reduced to a misdemeanor. That's right, a misdemeanor, meaning he could still legally buy a firearm. Yes. Imagine, uh, the other McCain has a story. I just happened to click over there and see that Robert Stacey McCain had just, um, just put this out about Anthony Dwayne McRae. By the way, he's not a white guy. He's a black guy. I'm sure that will somehow become politically viable for some race pimp somewhere in this story. Uh, but McCain writes, although certain internet sleuths had... By monitoring police scanners, discovered the identity of the gunman who killed three Michigan State University students and wounded five others before committing suicide. I hadn't followed the story of Monday night shooting closely. So this morning, when there was a televised press conference in Lansing about the massacre, I was still waiting for them to identify the gunman. Instead, their press conference began with Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, lecturing about the need to do something about guns. Now, if you know anything about Gretchen Whitmer, I, I can't put it any. I can't put it any more plainly. She's actually has less charisma and appeal, and th- the the impression that she has any brains at all. The only person with less charisma and less sign of intelligence than Kamala Harris. Yeah, that bad. Uh, but she was lecturing about the need to do something about guns without knowing what had happened, really. Of course, because that's what the left does. We got to blame guns. It's NRA's fault. It's your fault. You want you want the guns? It's your fault. How's it my fault? It's your fault. Because guns bad. Uh, and continued for another 20 minutes before police finally got around to identifying the gunman. So they had to have a sermon, basically with the religious fervor only the left can bring 
about gun control and gun violence and blah, 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 same old tired garbage, uh, before the police finally got around to identifying the gunman as 43-year-old Anthony Dwayne McRae. By that time, uh, the other McCain writes, he'd figured out that the shooter probably wasn't a Trump supporter. If you know what he means and he thinks that you do... And I, I had said that too. The first image of him, you couldn't really see what looked like possibly was a black man that did the shooting. And uh, a very blurry picture. So I didn't think anything or write anything. Of course, I'm not going to jump to conclusions because I'm not a member of the mass media. I actually care about facts. But yes, he was a black man and that doesn't fit the narrative. Much less likely he voted for Trump. Much less likely he's some white supremacist. Even though, you know, I talk about this more and more, black people can be white supremacists too. Hell, everybody can be a white supremacist now and probably is unless they support some communist group or another. McCain writes, whenever liberals are downplaying the identity of the shooter and his motive in such a situation, intelligent people can usually guess why they're doing this. But it turns out there were there was even more to conceal than the fact that the man was black and didn't feel didn't fill the narrative card out correctly. Okay. McCray was arrested in Lansing. That's where Michigan State is. That's where the crime happened. And charged in June of 2019, so three and a half years ago, for carrying a concealed pistol. Now that is legal in Michigan, but you have to have a permit. He did not have such a permit. Uh, that's according to Ingham County court records obtained Tuesday by the Detroit News. The initial charge was a felony that carried a potential, or excuse me, a potential penalty of five years in the Huskow prison, the Gray Bar Hotel. Yes. Uh, at about 3 a.m. on June 7th, 2019, an officer encountered McCray in Lansing where the officer asked him if he had any weapons on him. McCray acknowledged he did, uh, but did not have a concealed weapons permit. According to court, re court records, McCray also had a magazine in his right breast pocket, according to the court records. In October of 2019, Ingham County prosecutors added a second charge against McCray, the possession of a loaded firearm in a vehicle, which is a misdemeanor. So he had one felony and one misdemeanor charge. That same month, October of 2019, McGree... McRae, rather, agreed to plead uh, guilty to the lesser misdemeanor charge. And guess what the more serious charge did? It went bye-bye. It just flew away into fantasy fairy tale land. Uh, and prosecutors dismissed that felony charge. It just went away. And when you had now a potential guy walking around with a legal gun, no big deal, apparently. Not to the DA up there. Uh, the Ingham County Prosecutor's Office didn't immediately respond to a request for comment Tuesday. McRae was sentenced in 2019 to 12 months of probation. Not jail time, not graveyard hotel check-in time, nothing, just uh, probation. In October of 2020, six additional months were added to his probation, according to court records. The addition was meant to allow him to complete the terms of the probation order the record said. His probation period concluded, finally, in May of 2021. 
Uh, McCain writes, this is always how it is with liberals and gun control. They're unwilling to enforce existing laws because they're against putting criminals in prison. But every time there's a mass shooting, they demand new gun control laws in order to punish law-abiding citizens who had nothing to do with the atrocity. So here you have a mass murderer who could have been sent to prison for five years. Had he been in prison, you know what he would not have been doing last night? Shooting and killing innocent people. Somebody wake up Governor Hairgel in California and ask him to smell the truth about gun control. And for God's sake, stop using so much hair gel. Governor Newsom, good Lord, man. So here you have a mass murder. Let me repeat it. Who could have been sent to prison for five years, but was instead given a year of probation. And Gretchen Whitmer wants to seize the occasion of this tragedy to lecture us about the need to do something. Well, the legal folks in Lansing, Michigan did it. Do something. They let a guy off of a felony charge and slapped him on the wrist with a misdemeanor charge and some probation. And now eight people were shot. Three are dead. I, I hope certainly the other five survive with no long-term issues. Because you did something, Governor Whitmer. These people in Lansing, the DAs in Lansing did something. They did the wrong damn things. Again, soft on crime does not work. It never has. It never will. For the love of God, why can't the left figure this out? And why can't Democratic voters, people who vote for Democrats, why can't they figure out why crime is getting worse? Seriously. Can't they put two and two together and get four at least eight times out of ten? Apparently not. But again, Governor Whitmer wants to do something as if the obvious solution, putting criminals in prison, as the other McCain writes, were not even an option. With the left or not. By the way, it appears that McCray was suffering from mental illness, McCain writes. His Facebook profile seems to show a fixated interest in demonic possession, but that just proves something I've been saying over and over for years. And he has, and that is a simple fact of life, my friends. Crazy people are dangerous. And now let's move on to something else on this extravaganza into broadcast excellence. Extravaganza. For free? A free extravaganza. That's right. All you got to do is listen to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. If you're left, you just ain't right. Podcast right here with me, Doug Hagen. That's all you got to do, my friends. That's all you have to do. Now let's have more extravaganzing. I think that's how you say it, right? Extravaganzing? Yeah, sounds good to me. And on we go with the show, my friends. Uh, let me see. Moon Battery has an interesting piece here. Uh, Liz Cuesta's handbag proves, proves definitively that communism is a wonderfully wonderful thing. Uh of course, it did kill over 100 million people last century. It continues to kill people today, but it's still wonderful because, well, as Dave Blunt writes at Moon Battery, following the horrific failure of communism everywhere it has been tried, uh, resulting in the death of 100 million people and miserable enslavement of hundreds of millions more, 
It is a mystery why people keep trying it. Uh, Marxism has been called the greatest catastrophe in human history, yet even in a country that has been wealthy and free, Democrat politicians are in the process of imposing it on an incremental basis as if we don't all know that it doesn't work. The answer to this mystery is that communism does work. As Liz Cuesta's handbag demonstrates, Liz Cuesta, if you don't know who she is, and you probably don't, is the wife of Miguel Diaz-Canel, who is Miguel Diaz-Canel, some actor, dance instructor, guy with a cool-sounding name. Well, he is the first secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of Cuba. The other CCP, you have the CCP of China and you have the CCP of Cuba. And the only difference is uh, the Cuban guy has better cigars. And here's a tweet uh, about uh, the handbag of the wife of this Communist Party leader of Cuba. Uh, And I have to translate it because, well... (laughs) I don't speak Spanish. Uh, Beautiful, the Hermes bag of $17,000. Her handbag, her purse, cost 17 simoleons, 17 grand, don't you know? Uh, While Cubans clamor for food and decent housing conditions and basic things that are impossible for them, uh, socialistas, they dress in luxury. Now, remember when when the embargo was removed by uh, Obama and everyone was, everything's going to be great in Cuba now? <laughs> Whatever. Communism still sucks. Their healthcare system still sucks. And I know people, well, some idiot out there saying right now, but everybody's literate. Everybody can read. Yes, everybody can read in Cuba. At least that's what they tell us. But communist lies, so it's probably not true. But let's go with the supposition that every Cuban can read. They also live in a country where uh, <laughs> they can be told what to read and forced what to read and told what not to read. Is that a good trade-off for you, you fools, you communist-loving fools who still don't get it? When something has failed that many times, it doesn't work. Always picture these people, these, these if this hasn't been done correctly... Uh, do me a favor, folks. Stick your head in the toilet and continue to flush it and let me know when your head goes down into the sewer where your soul is right now for embracing the most miserably horrific form of government ever visited upon the face of this earth. You damned fools. Now, let's, uh, well... Let's look at a Yale professor, because Yale professor, this guy must be brilliant, smart, intelligent, really, 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 really uh, bright. He's he's such a bright child, they said when he was younger. Uh, But MRC TV has a story of a Yale professor who currently is under a bit of a fire because he suggested that elderly people in Japan should do something to help the world. Uh, Give extra money because they're not going to need it soon because they're elderly. 
leave it to, to causes to feed people or clean waters or, or do something. No, 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 no. The, uh, they should actually not have a choice. He wants them to be forced to <laughs> 86 themselves, kill themselves. That's right. And not just in any way. Not just here, here's a pill, take it, you'll you fill your fork, you go to sleep and never wake. No, 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 like that. That's not that's not smart enough for this this guy. They should be forced to ritually kill themselves. Now, this does not mean that there will be dancing people and and parties and ritualistic wonderfulness before they pass. No, 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 they should be forced to ritually disembowel themselves. Wow. Sign me up right now. Yes. I'm in there. Do I have to wait till I'm actually old? Damn. I wanted to do it tomorrow, too. I was free tomorrow. But Yusuke Narita, who is an assistant professor of economics at Yale, was quoted in a New York Times profile piece as having said back in 2021, for you Biden voters, that's two years ago, that forcing Japanese senior citizens to, again, disembowel themselves is the only solution to the small islands nation's aging population. Well, it's true when they kill themselves, they won't get any older. Uh, but uh, Japan's having a problem with fertility and birth rates. Now, I have offered my services I've offered to go to Japan for a certain amount of money, and I will do my best to make sure many Japanese women become pregnant, as long as they are under the age of 40 and hot. I, I, it's a service I'll offer, folks. I am a selfless person. I really should get a, a free doctorate like Joe Biden get. Then you, then you would have to call me doctor. That's right, it's a Dr. Doug podcast. If you're left, you're not a doctor like me. Uh, but anyway, Japan's having fertility, birth rate issues. They're among the lowest in the world, and the median age of its citizens is steadily increasing. I feel like the only solution is pretty clear, Narita said during an online news show nearly two years ago. In the end, it isn't mass suicide. Uh... Excuse me, I said, or in the end, isn't it mass suicide and mass sepuka? I think I said it right. Of the elderly. Sepuka doesn't sound like something that's fun. Sounds like an gastrointestinal issue you have to go to a doctor about. It sounds like, I don't know. This doesn't sound pleasant. Sounds kind of like ritual disembowelment. Uh, now, this was often carried out by samurais or warriors to restore lost honor. The gruesome method involves stabbing oneself in the gut. You've seen this on, on movies, I, I assume. Slicing sideways through your stomach and then pulling the knife upwards, sometimes followed by a merciful beheading. Oh, that's, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun, I, I gotta say. A fitting in for a disgraced soldier or grandma, apparently. Okay, Grandpa. Okay, you pet your dog goodbye. Here's a samurai sword. I sharpened it myself. Be careful. Oh, wait, don't be careful because you're going to literally spill your guts all over the floor uh, to save Japan or something. 
Forcing old people to barbarically off themselves would keep them from becoming a drag on the state, and their families would would, uh, free up positions in business and politics for younger people currently held by senior citizens who refuse to leave. See? There you go. That's the answer to this left-wing nutcase Yale professor. He defended his comments to the New York Times saying that forced suicide of the elderly could and likely should become mandatory in the future, an easy sentiment for a 38-year-old. Let's give him another 40 years and see if he's pitched himself onto the train tracks yet. Now, despite having only been recently discovered by the public, Narita's comments aren't new. In fact, he's been telling his students at the Ivy League University that old people should be murdered by forced suicide. For years, back in 2019, he reportedly defended his position in the face of student criticism by showing them a scene from a film in which an elderly person was forced to jump off a cliff. But then he thought, you know, jumping off a cliff's not cool enough. There's going to be no intestines on the floor, no no fun stuff. No, give them a samurai sword. Make them disembowel themselves. That will cleanse them and help Japan somehow. He then told his students whether that's a good thing or not. That's a more difficult question to answer. So if you think that's good, then maybe you can work towards creating a society like that. So I don't think that's going to work for any any civilized person. How in the hell this this moron, this crazed person became a, a professor is beyond me. Uh, now, just as a gag, just to see, let's have some fun. Uh, I tell you, so much fun doing this sometimes. It really is. I love it. I look forward to it every day. Uh, the College Fix. Wraps us up with this story. This headline really, really says it all. Black students who, of course, can never, ever, 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 is that 17 ever? We'll say it is for time's sake. Ever be racist. They can't do it. Black students call white people names. Did you know that? I thought the only racial slur was there was only one word and every white southerner used it all the time especially when we say grace or or pray at the end of the day, uh, according to the media. But apparently black people use racial slurs too. They call white people, these are some of their favorite names to call white people, and certainly not all black people, certainly not the majority, certainly not even a third, not a quarter, very, very few. Uh, But black students call white people maggots and vermin, now, if they said maggots but replaced the M with an F, then they would be anti-gay and they'd be they would uh, not be black anymore. They would magically be Trump, be a Trump supporter uh, in the 2016 and 2020 elections, because only those people are racist, according to our media. Uh, they also like to call them vermin in a multi-university group chat. Can you imagine a group chat discovered with with one white person even say telling an innocent black joke that other people in the chat that were black laughed at and thought was great? He'd be ridiculed. I would say he'd uh, he'd get the Jeffrey Tubin treat, but uh, treatment. But uh, well, I'm still waiting for his show to come out, Jeffrey Tubin. I heard it was going to be called Lubin with Tubin. I don't know. 
apparently that wasn't true. Uh, my sources, uh, my my sources were thinking about disemboweling themselves, so maybe they were distracted. I don't know. A document reportedly linked to black students at numerous universities to white people referred to white people as maggots, vermin, and roaches. Altogether, the document contained hundreds of derogatory names for white people, with some listed as a favorite. One of the listed favorites was decomposing form of humanity. Now, that's kind of mean. That's kind of, you know, if you're going to slur somebody, make it brief, will you? Can we at least do that? Other names referred to white people as pigs and rats. Auburn University student Jaden Hurd who is not in the Campus Black Student Union, provided the document to Turning Point USA on behalf of a member of the group. Now, of course, he's not, Jaden Hurd, you're now not authentically black because you probably maybe voted for Trump. You gave something willingly to Turning Point USA, a conservative group, and you exposed black racists. Well, you must be a Trump supporter then. Uh, War Eagle, by the way. And I don't say war eagle to many people, sir, as a gator. But hey, good for you. Good for exposing the racist in your midst. Uh, Turning Point USA first reported the story on February 3rd, but Auburn University told the college fix on Monday that it it had been investigating the situation since June 17th. Administrators have since learned that the group Me Chat in question is titled AU Connect, brought to you by the Throwdown, which includes hundreds of people from multiple universities. Uh, this is from spokesperson Jennifer Adams. Uh, told the fix on Monday. She continued, These comments did not occur on the Black Student Union group Me, nor as part of any recognized Auburn University organization channel. Why I gave her a male British accent? I don't know. But whatever. Listed slurs include yeast maggots. Yeast maggots. Come on, man. Uh, Mutated vermin. Uh, I saw that punk band back in the 80s, Mutated Vermin. Yeah, they like all punk acts, they sucked. And snow roaches. (laughs) Snow roaches. I can see some pothead. Come on, man. I got some snow roaches, man. Yeah, man. I like uh, roll the roll the roll the roach around when I'm smoked it down and get some sugar, man. I call them snow roaches, dude, because like they're white and like the roaches. You know what I'm saying? According to the list obtained by 1819 News from Herd, he provided 1819 News with further screenshots from the chat. The fix had emailed Auburn BSU. Uh, the Black Student Union advisor Kelby Lamar and Gretel Summon or Su- Gretel Sutton, excuse me, for comment on Monday, but Abrams responded instead. So there you go, my friends. That be the show. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm out of here. Right at thirty minutes. Thank you. Good night. Good morning. God bless. I love you, people. Okay, not all of you, because I think this one here called me a snow roach. That's not nice. Not nice at all. I'm not a yeast maggot either. Uh, But your mom has some names for me. Uh, Daddy mainly. Anyway, thank you for everything, my friends. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whenever you listen, remember the three golden rules of life. If If you're left, you're just a right. God bless America. And yes, go Gators. Not War Eagle. 
not Roll Tide, not Go Dogs, not Gold Tigers, Go Gators. We'll talk to y'all soon. Be good to yourselves. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. God bless you, my friends. Manana. We'll see you manana. You didn't know I was bilingual, did you? Y'all be good. Take care.